A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Race for the Ring, episode 76, the single most important thing you can do to create lasting, passionate love. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles. And I want to know why. Each week, we'll chat with a different dating queen or king, socialite or relationship expert, and explore the many facets of dating today, pitfalls to steer clear from, and how to find the finest fish in the sea. Get ready, set, go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Today, we have a very cool guest. Her name is Dr. Diana Kirchner, and she's a psychologist and the author of one of Oprah's and Amazon Prime shows, biggest, I guess, phenomenons called Love in 90 Days, Finding Your Own True Love. And she has a the show's evolved after her smash bestseller, Love in 90 Days, hit the stands and was snatched up quickly to say the least, but she's going to share with us a little bit about some of the steps and tricks of the trade, so to speak. I use that terminology, not her, but nevertheless, it's some insight about what we can be doing a little bit differently to secure love in literally 90 days. Um, 90 days is three months, right? We all have that time. And as I mentioned in the show, and we'll be doing a bigger, deeper dive into this topic itself, there's so many more people out in the dating pool now because there's been so many divorces since the pandemic, which is unfortunate that we're seeing marriages break up. But for a single folks out there. There's more fish in the sea to be had and caught. So get going, add it to your list of books to buy, because it's a great guide to basically kind of improve your own mindset and your game, get your head back in the game and, and lure in the fish that you want the most and make sure they're not a shark like Jaws. I had just actually watched that movie last night with my son. So it's top of mind. Anyway, back to Diana. So she's got, as I mentioned, this best-selling book. It was a New York Times bestseller. She's been featured in a variety of different 
different outlets, including the Wall Street Journal. And um, she's going to share a lot of empowerment and so forth with us in this episode. Before we get to that, I want to remind everybody this t- the next step of the contest for the Race for the Ring and my new book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss, is now in motion. You can certainly enroll at any given time. All you need to do is pre-order the book on Amazon, screenshot your receipt, and DM it over to the Race for the Ring podcast on Instagram. We're also creating a Facebook group. So we'll be sharing information about that next show because that's still in the process of being put together. And um, you can also participate in the contest there as well. And please rate and review. And that's all my ask for today because I gave you a bunch of asks last time. So I appreciate your ear. And let's get right into it with Dr. Kirshner. Kirshner, thank you so much for joining us on the Race for the Ring. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm thrilled to be with you, Mindy. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, and I love the name of the podcast, The Race. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, have, I named it with my own self. I, I like obviously the ring symbolizes a variety of different things. Certainly, it can be an engagement ring, or it could be self love, or just really, it's a goal. Like whatever you're racing toward, if it's you know, yeah, yeah, well, these days, yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. people just like living together, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I think I'm falling more into that lane than not, so if I ever get a partner, but that's fine. It's a whole other show. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about you and your your love in 90 days phenomenon that you've created. Can you share a little bit about that and what exactly that is? Well, it's been very, very exciting. You know, I'm a psychologist and um, of course, I had all kinds of dating and relationship problems when I was younger. <laughs> yes, that, that join totally the club. <laughs> crumbing and, you know, wanting the bad guys, the whole thing. And, um, and, you know, I went on a search, you know, I went on a search for how to figure this damn thing out. And I wound up getting a PhD in psychology and uh, really figuring out certain key ingredients that make it work. Um, and um, that's what we can get into today. I mean, uh, you know, it's um, there's many, many things. But it, let me just tell you that I've helped over 60,000 uh, actual women, mostly women. There, there's a few men. In there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, suitors, yeah. suitors, doctor, yes, yeah. okay. who, uh, you know, have really been able to have an amazing relationship, you know, including Coda Hoppy from the, uh, Hoda Copy from the Today Show. No, <laughs> I know, we went through some of your amazing accolades in the intro, so you've been everywhere and everywhere, and now you're on the race for the ring, so you've reached the, <laughs> the top of the heap. Uh, <laughs> no. But no, I have a few questions, so... Um, I mean, I have a lot of questions, but before we really get into it, my question, I guess, initially from what you just said, did you seek the psychology degree to try to figure out your love life? Or was that just like a pleasant underlying like benefit of having the psychology? It was really my love life because I was so lonely, so incredibly lonely. And I hated myself. I really there was this kind of self judgment and self hate that uh, from my growing up years, you know, Mm. and so it was about getting 
self-love, you know, finding some way to have self-love. And then, of course, the mirror out. When you have your self-love, you know, then you can mirror that in the outside world in a love relationship. You can't uh, get love if you're not really loving on yourself, you know, where you, because yeah. you'll, you'll just sabotage it, right? I have uh, a whole uh, chapter on what I call the deadly dating patterns. And these are the patterns that we repeat over and over and over again, often unconsciously, you know, to sabotage ourselves. And, you know, that is hanging in with somebody who's crumbing you, uh, deciding you're going to make somebody love you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think we sabotage it or people that suffer from childhood trauma or any kind of trauma about themselves, if you will? Uh-huh. Why, why do you think instead of embracing um, a relationship that's healthy or someone that genuinely does indeed love them they are unable to to kind of go into that direction and they they want to destroy that Why well usually it? it has yeah you know usually it has to do with your upbringing and if you were not raised with a not a, you know nurturance and validation and caring etc cetera, etc cetera, you know you learn i'm just not lovable you you take away this this template inside you know uh, that says, you know, you're not going to be able to be in a relationship. Also, um, you take in the image that you saw, you know, in your family, if you saw a very destructive uh, relationship between your parents, you know. So you have this, these gaps, these problems, these wounds from childhood, and then you repeat them, of course, and you repeat them again, and then it makes it worse, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you feel like you're going to be abandoned. Then you choose somebody who abandons you. Right. <laughs> you know, and then you do that over and over again and it gets really worn in like a groove. It's like an unconscious groove. And so uh, what's really important is to break that pattern and to break that pattern. You have to have um, what I would call a corrective experience of an experience where you are you know, cared for, you're mentored, you're uh, coached in a way that heals those wounds, that actually heals those wounds. Those wounds can be healed, which uh-huh. is the most amazing thing. They really, they really can. Would you recommend that someone do that through a romantic connection or a work connection or a platonic friendship or does it matter? Well, any kind of connection, in other words, uh, can benefit from uh, actually having an experience uh, of a relationship that's a kind of like reparenting. It's kind of like reparenting. It's like you can go home again, where you can um, have your self-confidence be built up. You can have your... um, your self-love be built up uh, and so that then establishes you to be more successful in work and in love and all the way around um, so it's kind of like you can go home again that was my one of my biggest discoveries you know I wound up being reparented by a mentor by a coach who um, you know I, growing up I was you know I mean my father didn't even come to the hospital to see me when I was born he was not interested <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but then I had this experience with a coach and it was a male coach. And he said, you know, you're, he, he was really noticing uh, that I had so many gifts and he was like very validating and he was like the good father. And out of that, I was able to meet and marry my soulmate. I was That's- able 
So stop the crumbing. Stop the whole business of wanting the bad guys. Stop the whole craziness, you know, of I'll make you love me. I'm going to make this guy love me, you know, you know, um, and meet and marry my soulmate, you know. And so I've been very, very, very happily married now for decades, actually. And How many years? I was going to ask you. <laughs> well, it's over 30, dear. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. All right. So let's, let's share some of your insight. Um, obviously, it's going to be abbreviated version of what your book is all about. Right. But whatever tips and tricks and um, methods you can offer to our listeners, we are all ears, literally. Uh-huh. Um, so let's go through some of the major steps that you recommend we take, whether it be stuff that we're doing within ourselves or how to um, act, not act, what have you, when we do meet someone that we think is a strong prospect, right? Okay, yes. Now, in addition to finding someone who's like a a mentor, like a very caring, loving mentor and a coach, like I had that experience, right, which is number one. Number two is you date three guys at the same time. Why? <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. So, but three I'm guys. Listen, guys have been doing it for forever. But what happens with women is they get all like in love with somebody, you know, and they, but, but listen, this is, this is so important. You date three guys at the same time. No sex with any of them. Little kissing, a little canoodling, no sex. And you're holding them off. You got, you got to think of yourself as a mini bachelorette, right? You're a mini bachelorette like that show. And these mm-hmm. guys, they got to win you. They got to win you. Now, what does that do? That means that if somebody, you know, fails you and doesn't text back and disappears on you, ghosts you, you have two others, right? Right. right. You know, you it, it, it is it's super for your confidence. There's nothing like dating three guys. That's you know. actually a really good idea. I'm thinking while you're talking. I'm like, yeah. I think that, I mean, I tend to take a long time to be intimate with someone anyway, but mm-hmm. I think that I take ex- exceptional caution if I was dating people kind of in tandem, because I wouldn't be one to kind of sleep with more than one person. That's just never been my thing. Right. So, right. so I, I think that would, that's almost like a safeguard for people who yeah. may not have that same self control. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. It's a safeguard. It's fantastic. Yes. Now, of yes. course, the, the first thing that uh, everyone says to me when I, you know, suggest this is they say, I can't even find one good guy to date. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, that's true because there's not kicking some, sometimes. Although, although, and this is another episode I have to tell my producer I want to explore, there is an uptick in divorce. So there's so many new fish in the sea. Exactly. Get your reels out, girls and guys. Exactly. Men are coming on the scene. They're hungry. They're (laughs) they're like ready to go. I love it. I've never seen so many single people like in my all my life. Like, well, all my single life as an as a second go around. I'm divorced, but it's insane. So I said, oh, there's there's a lot of good people. There really are a lot of good people. Thank you for saying that, Mindy. Thank you for saying that because a lot of women do not feel that way in fact most women do not and so you know you gotta really set up yourself up to basically to meet interesting uh guys who are on your wavelength so you know i like working at least two sites or apps one large and one small right okay okay so you might be on match and bumble uh you know that kind of thing yeah um and um really kind of paying attention to it you know not uh not just 
not checking, you know, what's going on, but really being serious about it, uh, you know, as if you were, um, you know, if you were looking for uh, a job, you would work at it, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got a priority in your life. Yes, you've got to prioritize love. You know, you got to prioritize love. And um, if you're a woman, what's really important is to really get an amazing photo, an amazing photo. Yeah. And what does that mean? That means that you're smiling full on into the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got your, your charisma going on there. You know, you are wearing red. Red men rate women who wear red as more beautiful. Mm, They'll rate the same photo with a red dress as more beautiful. In fact, if you have a great photo of yourself and it's not a red dress, you can Photoshop that and make it red. <laughs> That's a good, it's true. You definitely could. Yeah. And uh, you will yeah. see, you will see how your responses pop, right? Also, when you're uh, writing your profile, you want to start with your warm qualities. It's not a uh, work thing. You know, women will start with, oh, I love my job. No. You want to start with real, exciting, fun-loving, you know, uh, it's uh, um, it's the warmth that men relate to. It's the warmth. You want to pull them in with the warmth. And and what are your amazing warm qualities? Like your laughter, you know. Your, uh, you know your laughter is like the cascade of bells. Or it's specific. It's specific ways that you are inviting and and uh, fun to be with. You know that's what mm-hmm. you want to lead with. It's very very important. All right. That's great. Yeah. Make it less of a business, um, I guess, resume, if you will, or bio, right? And make it, I might revise mine now that I'm listening to you say that because I'm all about my work. And sometimes it's a little much, I think, especially when you're just getting to know somebody, they're like, oh, you're having no time for anything but work. So yeah, no, that's good advice. All right. So now you're dating the three guys. Right. And then you, how long into it would you say on average, would that go on until you kind of weed down it to say one person that's winning? Well, it's at least two months of constantly improving contact. It's at least two months. Now, what does that mean, constantly improving contact? That means you're feeling closer. He's introducing you to his friends, maybe some of his family. Uh, he's maybe, you know, inviting you to different kinds of activities uh, mm-hmm. that uh, are involve his world. You know, you're really integrating into each other's world. You feel more real. You feel like you can open up to him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's saying very caring things, right? Um, he's, he's forthcoming. He's uh, truthful, uh, and you feel closer. You just feel closer after two months. And he is actually saying that he's interested in being exclusive, and he's interested. He may even say the L word that he's beginning to fall in love with you, which I like. Beginning okay. notice, and so we're moving into exclusivity. It's getting better and better. And at that time, you can then stop dating your other two people, your other two candidates, right? Okay. Okay. I lay the whole thing out in my book, Love in Ninety Days. If you you want to pick up a copy of that, it's all there. Um, okay. Um, All right. So when you're feeling connect, really connected, like almost like you're in like a relationship with somebody, yes. like a real relationship is when you kind of like let the others go on the wayside. And if you edit one out along the way, you just pick up another. Exactly. Kind of- you're constantly improving your dance card. You're constantly right. You're, you have okay. to have you rank ordering them one, two and three and then three goes. You replace three, replace three again. Replace- <laughs> so 
okay. So now you have your one guy or your one girl, whatever. And you're like smitten. Now what's the next, what's the next steps in, in securing the passion and making sure this is going to be a lasting thing? Well, uh, if you are thinking, you know, I mean, you're going to, you know, continue having fun. The main thing is to continue having fun because you're entering a great time where it's not clear if you're going to be together forever or you're not, you, you know, you are, or you're not, it's great, right? We don't know. And a lot of times women and men too get very anxious at that point, right? And so they start like pulling away or being tense. We don't want that. We want to continue to have fun together. The rule is continue to have fun. You know, you fall in love by having fun. You start with having an amazing time together and you keep having fun. And then at that point, of course, after the two months, you can have actual sex. You know, um, I, I want you to have protected sex initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you can have sex and you see how that whole thing unfolds sexually. And um, But continue having fun. And then at a certain point, you know, the issue of living together will come up, you know, maybe it's in a year, maybe it's in more, a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what the research says about living together. If you have a, a commitment to be together, a committed future, then it's okay to move in together. It tends to work out. If you do not have a commitment that we're going to be together, you know, but that's this is it. Um, and you move in together, uh, it, it chances are it will not work out. So let me just stop you for a second, just to re-clarify what you're, or clarify, I should say what you're saying. So you're saying if you don't know for sure, this is the, this is it, right? You haven't had that conversation about you're the one, maybe there's no discussion about when you would get married or engaged, but you know that person is yours and they're yours, what have you, then it's a good idea to move in together. But if that conversation never took place and you're looking to just move in together just to see how it goes, or maybe for financial reasons, I live in New York and I know that's probably the case for a lot of couples. Um, that's not a good idea. Is that what exactly, you're saying? exactly. A lot of couples will do it just because it's convenient. Oh, my lease yeah. is, is, is running out, you know. Yeah. It's not a good idea. That's <laughs> not a good idea. All right. Good. All right. Um, And why do you think it's so important to wait the the two months to have sex? Uh, Well, at least that gives you um, it gives you a fair amount of data about the person. And you don't want to open your heart when you have sex. You have a burst of oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone. Yeah. And so you don't want to open your heart and get bonded to somebody and then have them disappear on you and hurt you and, you know, replay all those old scenarios scenarios that you know you've been yeah. through already been there done that <laughs> no that's true okay mm-hmm. so that's a good time frame then you're saying like mm-hmm. eight weeks give or take okay yeah. yeah um okay so now say you're living with a person you've had that combo what are some of the other key tools to keep in your toolbox to ensure that the the relationship is going to stay intact um i've done a little research myself too regarding the importance of having a harmonious passion so I don't know if you can reference something in that space or if there's other like similar like basically being upbeat and not you know keeping it like fresh and not getting bored and complacent and the importance I guess of both of you having that role right Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And healthy relationships have a ratio of five to one of 
uh, uplifting positive interactions to negative interactions. And in fact, very healthy couples will have 10 loving interactions like honey, dear, hug, kiss, you know, validating remarks, you know, uplifting uh, kind of uh, things that they say to each other, um, cute little wind down rituals, you know, we're going to cuddle and watch this movie uh, to one negative interaction. So per week or per day or anytime you look at any kind of ratio, you see see. five to one up to five or 10 to one positives, right? Okay. Yeah. You really need to work at that. And, um, uh, it is a matter of keeping the relationship at the top of the to-do list, you know, and not letting the relationship fall to the bottom of the to-do list, uh, you know, where your dating time is crowded out mm-hmm. because you have so much going on. I like uh, couples to have one going in date and one going out date at least, at least every week where they're going in, going in date is having sex, you know, having a great time sexually at least. Uh, many couples actually do you know a lot more there are some couples that enjoy that every day which is fantastic because sex is great for bonding and upliftment and uh, I mean it has so many benefits it even helps you stay thin (laughs) yeah it also gives you an anchor right when things go sour like you feel more secure because yeah. that that's obviously going to happen, and you want that to happen because that's part of the bonding experience, too. Exactly, yeah. But often even sex falls to the bottom of the to-do list, right? Because Especially if kids come. When kids come or kids are around, sex can fall to the bottom of the to-do list, and that's really not good. That's really not a good thing. Yeah, no, I know. I had that when I was married. It's hard. It definitely changes the dynamics a lot. So yeah, yeah. you become like uh, you become like friends, not lovers. You you become yeah. like friends, and then what happens is even the friendship can drift away. And uh, most people who divorce will say we divorce because we stop being friends. Yeah. It's true. You become resentful of one another for different things and everybody gets on each other's nerves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It is like inevitable. I like, said, why going back to the earlier point I was making with like the divorce on the guys, I think a lot of people being stuck in the house with their spouses were, were already sort of like on the fence about like things in general, or maybe not the fence thinking they get divorced, but they were like not overly excited about their home life. And, th- and then like when it was literally like day in and day out home life, they just really can't take it for one more second out so exactly yeah Yeah. the pandemic has brought out the the best and the worst (laughs) no definitely 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 um and also savoring good times is very important to maintain that connection is that right yes it has to be constant this is at the top of the to-do list is couple time couple time is at the top of the to-do list right now whether that couple time is being sweet and affectionate and greeting each other and saying good night and having little rituals you know where you you know bring each other a cup of coffee and you sit on the deck or whatever uh, or a uh, couple time meaning you have your date times you know you're going out you're you're going in you're having a sexy time you're going in uh, making arrangements so the kids don't bother you um, mm-hmm. you know that has to be happening that actually has to be happening I 
think too, to add to what you're saying, just was this is my own personal experience with that when I was married. I think it's important that it's give and take. So if you're usually the initiator, it's nice from the part, like whoever, it's always going to be a, 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 what is that? Like a, an A, that a type A personality right. or whatever it may be. Right. Like the, 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 the more um, aggressive person. So right. um, the beta and the alpha, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's very hard for me to spit out. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, someone's always the alpha, someone's always the beta, but it's nice when you swap because then the other, the beta, who may be the one who doesn't normally make the initiative, um, you know, feels appreciated in a certain way. And then it's not always one always suggesting, let's go for a walk or let's get to go sit outside and have our coffee or let's watch a movie together. Don't go to bed so early tonight. Let's hang out. Like, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. What did you a- say? Absolutely, Mindy. You know, I mean, what happens in a relationship is it's, it almost goes on auto replay. And so it's, it gets boring when you, you know, when people are in rigid roles, one is always the alpha, the initiator. The other one is always the passive one. It gets unbelievably boring, unbelievably yeah. boring. And when you don't have like passion and aliveness going and fun, remember my original thing I talked about was keep having fun. That goes for when you're living together, married, I don't care what's happening. You keep having fun. You keep having fun from the earliest dating to the middle dating in that gray zone where you don't know what the heck is happening to getting living together to being married. You keep having fun. You keep laughing together. You keep having fun. And um, and part of fun is, is um, actually shaking things up. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Novelty, uh, yeah. novelty helps couples fall in love over and over again. And in fact, any kind of novelty. But a really great kind of novelty is when you reverse roles, right? But any kind of novelty, really, even just going to a new, uh, let's say, a new romantic restaurant or um, changing up the way you're having sex or any kind of novelty helps people fall in love. That's, that's um, true. That's very true. I always like the guy that keeps me on my toes a little bit. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, no, it's it's very, very important. Very, very important. And then, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean and to then, of course, you know, real communication, in other words, straight talk, actual loving straight talk. Like, I really... You know, if you have something you need done, and this goes for dating too, uh, straight talk, you know, I would, and, and the magic sentence, I have a magic sentence, the magic sentence is, I would really love it if, you know, most uh, men want to please you a lot, whether they say so or not. And so you got to tell them how to please you. So my magic sentence is, I would really love it if, I would really love it if you kiss me this way. I would really love it if you asked me on a date where we go for a long walk or a hike. I would really love it if you took out the trash. Um, <laughs> I really love it if you shut up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would really love it if we could take 10 minutes 
and talk. you listen to me. I would love to like just be able to talk to you, uh, yeah. and if you know, because uh, I really like to be closer to you, my love. Right? Yeah. So yeah. No. Saying, definitely. You're saying yeah. that in a very loving way, but it's called straight talk, right? You have to talk your heart. Nobody's yeah. gonna be able to figure out how to love you correctly and how to love you in a way that heals your wounds without you telling them. They don't know. I mean, they can kind of be in the ballpark, you know, and I have three criteria for them to be in the ballpark, which we can mm -hmm. talk about next. There are three criteria, so they will be in the correct ballpark for you, right? But you still have to actually teach them how to love you in a way that has meaning for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, no, that's good advice. I imagine that's probably a big mistake a lot of couples probably make um, in sharing their emotions or feelings that comes off more of an attack or in a negative way when mm -hmm. if you present it as more positive and sort of not constructive criticism, but like more like just please, you know, like I love you. Can you help me or whatever? Yeah. Or just, and I yeah. would be I would be really happy if you did this. It's like how to make me happy. I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm just saying how to make me happy. <laughs> Yeah. All right. This is really great advice. So can you share a little bit? I know you have a surprise for our listeners. Yes. And um, anything that you think is important to include um, that's not, well, that's in your book, but like as a precursor to what's in your book that we didn't touch on? Well, you know, I did mention the three criteria. You want to pick somebody who's cra A, crazy about you, B, willing to grow as a person because there's no, no perfect person, and C, who's meeting the soulmate basics, you know. And so those things are very important, right? Very, very important. And in order to get that to happen, it's so powerful to have a fairy godmother, like a fairy godmother mentor or coach who reparents you and gives you this experience of what it's like to have somebody who's crazy about you. <laughs> right. To give you advice like with like an open eye and ear and things like and that. And really great advice, but they're you know, so they're like a wingman, they're giving you advice, but they're like a fairy godmother because they see the the potential and they see the real you, you know, mm -hmm. and they then they admire it and they validate that. So it's very, very important. And um, so that's why we have our surprise for your listeners. <laughs> that's great. Okay. So tell us what it is. Yeah. So the surprise is, you know, I have this team of amazing coaches who are really fairy godmothers. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and um, your listeners can have uh, a free uh, gift session, a gift session with one of these coaches and uh, they can get into any or all of this stuff and um, it's 40 minutes long one-on-one -on -one, which is fantastic but um, the thing is is that sometimes we get overwhelmed with too many requests for sessions but if they're on your podcast right uh, they will definitely get a session. We will not turn them away. So you guys can have a free session. All you need to do is go to lovein90days.com. That's lovein90days.com. Click on the coaching tab. But here's the important part. When you fill out the form, say Mindy sent me. You have to say Mindy sent me. Now, once you say Mindy sent me, you'll... I'll guarantee you that you will get your session and I know you will be thrilled. I mean, we had one woman who had her session and she became engaged right after the session. Wow, that's <laughs> because, cool. Yeah, she's you're trying. Give, to, you're giving her good uh, insight and help and support. Yeah, yeah, yeah she understood yeah. exactly how to seal the deal, you know, after that because he was a little waffly and uh, no, she was thrilled and uh 
So you guys can have that experience, and uh, you're going to put that in the show notes, right, down below? Yeah, yep, it's all in the show notes, guys. So yeah, yeah, so down. definitely take advantage of that, you guys. <laughs> all right, awesome. All right, thanks, Dr. Kirshner. It was a pleasure having you. I'm definitely getting your book. I could use all of the help I can get in luring in my men, and I love the dating of three. That's going to be my new MO, so I appreciate I love that. it. Well, keep us posted. Lots of love I and thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned business is best known for their handcrafted statement pieces, engagement rings, and fashion finds. Visit them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry and make them your go-to when shopping for a special gift for a loved one, friend, or for yourself. Race for your ring and use special code MINDY15 at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Happy shopping.